0: To the voice of Dr. Yin, And this week, I'm going to talk about one report which is released by human rights watchdog Safeguard Defenders at the end of September. This report revealed a very terrible fact that Chinese Communist Party has set a lot of overseas police wrong stations to capture and also monitor Chinese citizens as well as Chinese people overseas. And among all these PlayStations, at least one was identified in New York and three were identified in Toronto in Canada, while most of them were identified in Europe. And also this report was widely um, reported by media, including New York, uh, New, York uh, New York Post and many others. So my friends from America, from Canada, and other countries, they came to me and said, this make them shocked and feel that CCP, how could they are everywhere and how could they violate the international law as well as local laws to conduct such operations. So I'm going to talk about this uh, topic with you based on the report and also combine what uh, uh, I experienced and uh, also what I know uh, involved into these operations to make you understand the significant meaning behind such operations. First, let's see how New York Post reported it. The title was "China Has Opened Police Stations in U.S. and Canada to Monitor Chinese Citizens." I just want to quote what they write: "China has opened dozens of overseas police service stations around the globe to monitor uh, its citizens living abroad." Including one location in New York City and three in Toronto. These operations ensure official bilateral place and judicial cooperation and violate the international rule of law and may violate the territorial integrity in third countries involved in setting up a parallel placing mechanism using illegal methods. And in this report, which the title is One One Zero Overseas, Chinese Transnational Placing Gone Wild, details China's extensive efforts to combat fraud by a citizen living overseas. In part of uh, opening several, uh, in part by opening several PlayStations on five continents that have assisted Chinese authorities in carrying out policing operations on foreign soil. Uh, why do they call it as 110 overseas? Because in China, uh, it's not like 911 as an emerging number. It actually has several different numbers for different things. 110 is to call the police, 120 is to call the ambulance for medical, uh, medical emergency uh, while the 119 is about the fire alarm. So they called 110, uh, 110 here uh, to tell people the uh, nature of this operation based on the Chinese police, which is run by the China, the Ministry of the uh, politi- uh, Public Security. And, uh, People just shocked that how could China send police to America or Canada to conduct their uh, so-called legal operation, which is actually illegal now in this uh, in the foreign soil. But more than that, although Chinese Communist Party claimed that. This is to protect the uh, uh, people, anti-crime, this is anti-fraud, and this is anti-even uh, corruption, blah, 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 however, as a Chinese, and uh, as also a whistleblower, actually, I'm also under there, this kind of capturing now. I can tell you 100% that this is not only to protect Chinese citizens and anti-crime. This is China CCP government used their military-based law enforcement team set up such locations overseas and combined with the local, the Chinese government-related associations, the pro-Chinese Communist Party's campaigns to make up a huge network. And this network, they monitor Chinese people. They monitor all the anti-communist China's uh, activities, no matter whether it's from Chinese citizen or non-Chinese citizen. And also they conduct the propaganda, they conduct a lot of the underneath activities to defend the Chinese Communist Party to enhance Chinese Communist Party's influence in this foreign soil. And their small enforcement overseas, mostly focus on how to maintain Chinese Communist Party's authority in both China and also overseas, which means whatever anti-CCP operation overseas will be counted as anti-CCP. And also they will manage to punish the people involved, especially they are uh, Chinese nationals or they have the relationship, like they were born in China before, but now the foreign citizen, or they have they are maybe kind of, uh, in the family, uh, which has both foreign members, but also Chinese members. And also, even it can be extended to the foreigners, non-Chinese people. And this kind of uh, operations, actually was uh, part of the operation Fox hunting and also operation of Skynet, conducted by the Minister, uh, Ministry of the Public Security of CCP government. And uh, based on this kind of, uh, based on the, uh, this report, which I can read to you, uh, to let you further understand some very important points, and then we can uh, talk about more details. Let me just tell you some summary from the report, and I will tell you point by point uh, what happened and what the meaning is. So, in this report, they have emphasized that not only so called criminal, uh, this kind of suspicious criminals, will be followed by CCP's overseas place, but also the innocent people, according to their research, are involved. And China usually use the title as fraud, telecom fraud, web crimes, like this way to come to catch the people they want. However, among these people, maybe some of them really uh, fraud, uh defraud others, are uh, really uh, uh did something uh uh, uh violates the Chinese law. However the most important thing is to maintain CCP's uh, stability because there are rapidly emerging evidence points to the extensive online campaigns and the use of overseas uh, place service stations being used in these operations and often using local Chinese overseas home association, which means you all come from the maybe the same province or same city in China, and then there are people already in this country who want uh, form an organization of association with you and hold a lot of activities enhance the, this kind of communications. But this kind of overseas home associations, they are all controlled by the CCP's United Front, uh, network, And also they will use other this kind of associations under other titles, which are also in the CCP's United Front work. Means make everyone actually, no matter wherever you are under CCP's monitor. Get avoid of any anti-CCP's activities or even speech. So you say, Place station overseas actually is just the one part overseas to maintain CCP's stability and also to enhance CCP's influence. And based on their re- research, they said one of the most important methods they were used in this um, network by this overseas place is persuasion to return. Persuasion to return actually is to tell people if you are the target, they will manage to persuade you voluntarily return to China to get a trial, which means you can be disappeared or you will just be put into prison and they give whatever uh, criminal title they want, or they can give whatever sentence they want, or any other unfair treatment as long as you go back to China. And based on the previous research and based on our knowledge about Chinese Communist Party, if you don't um, get I mean, if you don't accept this persuasion, you don't want to return to China voluntarily and cooperate with Chinese government to tell the public that, oh yeah, I'm really a a criminal and now I feel guilty, I want to go back to China. Then there would be more terrible things happen to the target. So very often result, would be the target suddenly committed suicide. I mean, it's very obviously that if you don't want to collaborate with Chinese Communist Party, then you only have to choose another way, committed, commit suicide. I mean, if you really believe it's the person commits, commits suicide by itself by himself, then I have to say you are too innocent, right? I think you have no, a lot of this kind of, of commit suicide since it's not only the pattern for CCP, but it do have happened from, I mean, very frequently in China. So before we continue this topic, I wanna first let uh, my audience know one very uh, big difference between the CCP's place and the American's place. Americans' place, basically they got salary from the tax from people, American people, local people. And their, uh, service, uh, they are surveys, they need to help local people. I mean, of course, because they are the law enforcement, there are a lot of, a lot of um, bad things may happen which not satisfy uh, the people and which also can be involved into the uh, darkness and all the other things. However, in America, the place not uh, I mean the place is not the law enforcement team served for certain party. while in China because it is a dictator country, So dictatorship country. So all this kind of law enforcement, no matter the People's Liberation Army, no matter the armed police, or no matter the public security which run the so-called place in China, all these kind of law enforcement uh, agencies serve for CCP only. That means whatever happened, they would only listen to their boss, which is CCP. And whatever unfair it is, how cruel it is. However, I mean, the RAMIC really has to conduct this kind of tasks once it's given by the CCP. For example, you have seen, uh, you may have already remembered the, what happened in Beijing, uh, Tiananmen event in 1989. At that time, uh, CCP's officials, they ask the People's Liberation Army soldiers to kill the students who are doing the protest in the Tiananmen Square by tanks and also guns and other weapons. That is just an example to show how this party controlled uh, law enforcement agencies can do to the people. The public security is also the same. The public security was derived from People's Liberation Army when the new China established in 1949. And compared to the People's Liberation Army now, they focus on how to maintain the stability for the Chinese citizens in China. But clearly now they are not satisfied with only like local law enforcement issues. They already put their hand into over 30 countries, as the, this report has analyzed. And you should know that now that means a military based CCP's law enforcement agency already set up in your country, at least. Uh, one location get identified in New York City to conduct the missions for CCP. And don't you think this is a potential, very huge risk for your security and for your country's security? And this kind of cross-border operations combined with many, I mean, various CCP's network in local uh, place. Like for example, in New York, you know there are China embassy in New York, and there are various of the Chinese people's association, business, sons, and also uh, local people's uh, living uh, living habits. Uh, like go to the restaurant together, or uh, how to help your kid to find a school, and also student associations, all together. Youngs and senior peoples, uh, IT guys. I mean, CCP has already made up this kind of layers of layers network, which is like spider's net to cover Almost all the Chinese nationals or Chinese peoples, their life, when they live in New York or when they live in America, when you need to communicate with a Chinese person, you always have a huge opportunity, huge chance to be bring, uh, brought, involved into one or many of such network, and then this PlayStation. They run their operations based on this network. I mean, I can tell you another name of this. This is part of CCP's People's War. Although it looks not like the war, but it conducts their tactics using people to deal with people. And the people belong, I mean, listen to CCP. It's their people. If you don't listen to CCP, you are their enemy. And so the people can have the rights, also right by CCP, to just silence you, threaten you, harass you, intimidate you, or whatever, I mean, because you are their enemies. So basically, it's just a daily life version, or you can say it's a non-hot um, war level, people's war. And this kind of operations, as I introduced in the beginning, they're also part of the higher operation, which is known as Operation Fox Hunt, and also the wider, the Skynet uh, operation. So such operations were overseen by the National Supervision Commission in CCP, which is the highest level of this kind of uh, supervision uh, agency in And this kind of Foxhunt Skynet operations pursue the higher value targets. Uh, how to understand it? Let me just quote that the FBI director, Christopher Reese, interview two years ago. Uh, Ri has told the, Washington, uh, told the Hudson Institute in Washington in one speech that China describes Foxhunt as some kind of international anti-corruption campaign. It is not. Instead, Foxhunt is a sweeping bid by Xi Jinping to target Chinese nationals who he sees as threats and who live outside of China across the world. This fox hunt was launched since around 2014 by Xi Jinping when he become the president in China. And this operation uh, is one of the very important tool for Xi Jinping regime to maintain their power in China and also overseas. So, the, they they use very anti-human tactics to cheat people, threaten people, harass people, and even kidnap people, or push people to commit suicide. Or even they help the target to commit suicide. And the final goal is to get all this kind of uh, no matter the people, or no matter whether dissident, or the people they don't like, which create any threat to CCP, to Xi Jinping, back to China, disappear them there, or just directly disappear them overseas. And in this fox hunting operation, one of the very important ways they're using is to use the targets, their family member, their friends, the people they trust, to persuade the target return cooperate with CCP. So there are a lot of cases, and some of them you can also uh, check from the previous report. I remember that FBI had reports several cases uh, this year, uh, last year and this year, and also, what I can tell you, unfortunately, as a whistleblower, as a person who firstly told the world, uh, CCP, I mean, created the COVID-19 virus in the military-civil fusion labs, and also intentionally released it to the world to cause a pandemic, and fin- I mean, finally caused a pandemic. I'm also one of such foxhound targets. In my experience, actually before I know this word, foxhound, I already got involved inside. In My family, I'm the only child. Since I left Hong Kong at the end of April, 2020, came to America to tell the truth to the world. CCP immediately conducted their, sorry, their operation against me. The main helper they have is my husband. Or maybe I should call him ex-husband because I told him two years ago that I will. I want divorce with you and we already separated. We never seen each other since I left Hong Kong. My husband is still helping Chinese Communist Party and he is in America now. He is also helping CCP try to find me and more than persuade, I, I mean, I got intelligence that, They will disappear me, even in America. And my parents, my other family member, my other friends, they can't contact me because I already cut off all the connections with all of them. Since I came to America, I can tell you, as I had talked about in other interviews, I believe one of the most famous ones should be from Tucker Carson in September uh, 2020, that uh, my family member were under the terrible tortures from Chinese Communist Party, from their different law enforcement agencies, from their people, their informants around my family. I can't help them. But clearly, CCP believe that at that time and now, they still believe that they could have one day, have one opportunity that if I contact my parents, my family member, my friend, if I miss them, and they would have the opportunity to treat me back to China, or at least Find me, find the place I stay, and they could come here to conduct more things. Uh, I have some evidence from another such target's family member. They told my team that when China tried to capture that target in UK. There were actually very detailed protocols obtained by them. In their protocols that involve China actually plans to send several of the target siblings from China. The target has brother, has sister, and they try to send these people, come to uh, meet this target. They already obtained the target's address. And what they plan is, CCP already uh, investigate and understand the, uh, how this property, the, the, where the, uh, the house, the garden, how it designed. So they know that there are front door and also back door. And they plan to bring the siblings to the front door to manage to persuade the target go back to China with the siblings they will tell the target that oh your since it's no longer the big deal just come back with us we can remove all this uh, criminal record all these kind of uh, bad things in your uh, in your document I just need to come back with us you see you still have money in the bank in China and you also would miss your family's Right, and you want to meet them, you have your parents, you have your whole life there before, and just go with us. You don't need to do anything else. If the target didn't collaborate with them, and if the target, because there is another backdoor in the house, if the target want to run away from the backdoor, there would be one vehicle there or maybe more than one vehicle there. And the CCP would prepare the people there and kidnap the target to the vehicle, send the target to the China embassy uh, in that place, and then manage to bring this person back to China. For example, they could threaten, they could torture this target, and finally the target would voluntarily go back to China with the CCP's overseas place. So luckily uh, for this target, the protocol failed because they know it in advance and they got protection from UK. And also in my case, I also got informed by other agencies, IC agencies, and also I prepared. So at least until now, they haven't managed to uh, make it happen. However, this kind of capture will last for almost a lifelong, at least for that target whose family member gives this evidence to my team. It has already been many years now. Xi Jinping's people never give up to uh, arrest him, although he is already. Now the UK citizen get protection. No, they still want to manage to get get him and his family member back to China because this would relate it to their contributions to CCP. The place, the local place in China, think this is their contribution. If they can manage to get it, they would get a promotion. They would get the praise from CCP. So they make a lot of effort to handle this kind of operations. This is such a evil regime with such a evil construction, uh, with such a evil structure. And based on this, this kind of overseas place station also conducts a propaganda missions and also monitor the Chinese people or even non-Chinese people there, whether they would have any idea, speech, uh, activities to anti-CCP or anti-Xi Jinping. And what will it happen if you don't uh, stop this kind of terrible over, say, place run stations in America. I mean, if you have already know some story about the cartels, happening in South Africa, uh, South America, like Colombia, Mexico, or other countries. If you already watch any movie about that, that how this kind of cartels they try to uh, silence Kill, remove their, uh, no matter the enemies or the people they believe to betray them. Oh, yeah, that's what will happen in a mark from the CCP's organization. And of course, I will discuss it with you for more details in the next section because now we do need to have a short rest. I will come back with you, and let's talk about more things behind these terrible place wrong overseas stations.
1: All right, you've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the pulverone iodine-based nasal spray, CoFix RX. They talk about it because it's a product that actually works in combating colds, flus, and coronaviruses. Copix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. It's simple: by attacking viruses where they incubate, you make it easier for your body to heal. Check out the Copix Rx banner ad on AmericaOutLoud.com and save 20% by using promo code OutLoud. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all.
0: One, uh, welcome back to the voice of Dr. Yen. This is the second section of today's episode. And in this episode, uh, we already talked about the uh, report released by the Safeguard Defenders at the end of September, uh, which actually revealed the Uh, CCP's overseas police run stations in their operation, uh, fox hunting and operations, Skynet, uh, how they uh, capture the Chinese people using such uh, law enforcement campaign and uh, violate international as well as local laws. Uh, And their PlayStation uh, were identified in over 30 countries and uh, In America, at least in New York City, there was one station. So I have also give you the example based on my own uh, experience and also some other Foxhound experience to explain how this kind of operation uh, run and how this kind of PlayStation would work when you are a target, when you show you are not satisfied with Chinese Communist Party and when Xi Jinping uh, doesn't like you. Uh, before we move to the next uh, part, I just want to uh, add a little bit more uh, details that how uh, Chinese Communist Party uh, straighten the targets or punish the targets if they don't cooperate with. The, Uh, Chinese Communist Party, if they don't voluntarily uh, go back to China. In this report, they said by their investigation, and they found that the official statements from CCP government uh, details the use of depriving the targets, the suspects children's right to education back in China, that means they don't allow the suspects children, if the children uh, are left in China, they don't allow the children uh, get education. And also they would have a lot of actions to uh, push the relative and the family members in the guild by association campaign. So what does it mean? Uh, Still that for me, in my personal experience, before I appear publicly in Fox News uh, in July 2020, before that, I had two months. At that time, I still contact my parents using WeChat uh, because uh, actually, I'm, of, of course, I worry about that. And also, I know they are under the CCP's uh, monitoring and uh, I just, at that time, try to use this way to let my parents get a little bit better, however, you know, it feels. So that's why I had to cut off all these kind of connections with my family until now. Uh, During those two months, uh, in the phone call, every time when I contact my parents, my parents would always repeatedly tell me that, how could you betray your country, how could you, go to US and go back to China, they will give you the professorship in the best universities. You have your nature paper and you have your onset infectious disease paper. Now you have a lot of academic contribution uh, achievements. So you will get a great job back to China and government will give you these positions and you won't be punished. And also uh, you're not guilty so they, they are using this kind of lies, forced. I mean, taught by uh, CCP and the force them to tell me, to fool me, try to persuade me back to China. And also my parents cry, my mom cry. My father told me that since I left China just waiting, uh 40 hours when I was on the flight, when I was in Los Angeles, uh, airport talk with the FBI and the, uh, national security, uh, non uh, national security, the homeland, uh, sorry, uh, the homeland and other Amer- American officials. And also my father, after that, when I first called him back from US, my father told me those people, so many people from Beijing, so many people from different departments already went to my family and then went to my home. And then they threatened my parents. And that's why my mom uh, cried for over 24 hours already. So these things actually, actually show that they keep giving the stress pressure to the uh, to family members in China and also uh, by using the both intimidation and also mice. Try to get people back to China. Also, my friends—they all contact me uh, at that time through so WeChat because CCP. I mean, clearly, I have enough evidence show CCP told them uh, I came to America uh, is to do the, something bad for China, so I'm guilty. And also, I have evidence that one person in among my friends uh, that helping CCP. And telling all the other people who know me on WeChat that oh, uh, Yen Li has uh, uh, done something criminal. Of course, that means I went to America to tell you the truth of COVID-19. To tell you that the virus was made in CCP's labs and released intentionally out of uh, out of the lab to the uh, to to the uh, to do the human. Uh, this kind of uh, neighborhood trial and also other, uh, other this kind of uh, operations. And at that time, so you see, they already give pressure to people around me and also cheated them, uh, threatened them. So they all came to me and said, why don't you come back to China? If you, if you don't come back to China, uh, you are the traitor and also the, uh, you. You betrayed your country and uh, how could you do such things and don't uh, did America pay you? All like this. And uh, also my, my mom, as I already told people through uh, Tucker Carlson and other interviews, not only my mom actually, my, my parents, my family member, they repeatedly arrested by the police. And uh, of course they won't publish this kind of uh, records They do all the things in secret. And they arrest them, question them, torture them, and release again because um, they don't want people to know they have done such dirty things and also keep monitoring them. This kind of 24-hour surveillance actually is a very miserable torture according to the definition in UN. And although, I mean, I knew this, and I reviewed that, but CCP denied that. So that's why when I reviewed it in media at that time, uh, some pro-CCP journalists in New York Times and uh, also other mainstream media, they showed so-called reports that claims that they contacted my mom, and my mom says she's doing well and she was not arrested. Come on, if you are in China, dare you tell the journalists that you are in the prison or you were detained, you were tortured. So all these things are just kind of, I mean, just to tell you how evil this government is and uh, how cruel they could be. Uh, so besides this kind of punishment and this kind of all the tortures, also this is for interview, videos. Uh, Let's talk about the the other part of the fact revealed by this uh, report. So what else the place run stations overseas can do when it set up in New York City and also in other places in America? Of course, it violates uh, local laws and international international laws because uh, America and China has no agreement for the uh, extradition, so there would be no way that legally CCP can bring their uh, the people they want back to China in the unless this target get tried in uh, in the US. So this is of course illegal. But more than that, as we talk that they, this operation, uh, this kind of network involved. More than law enforcement, but also people's power, Chinese government pro CCP's people's power. So, these people's power involve different levels of the United Front work conducted, uh, leading, I mean, by the CCP members. Uh, so, you would say that local Chinese people's association, student association, and the business association, all this kind of association. They work for CCP. This is a very typical character in the landing list organization. They tie you in a small part, small unit. And in this unit, you are monitored by many, many people around you. Basically, it's kind of each other monitor each other this style. And they have multiple, these kind of small units. One person would be restricted by many units. So this actually maximally uh, prevent the opportunity that the person turn to anti-CCP and do something uh, without CCP's notice. And also because CCP is still a region, and also it's such a powerful and rich region. Of course, its capital and its uh, political power Will involved into the local place. And then it will, based on the local, this kind of culture, or your local rule of laws, uh, local political situations, they could be very flexible. And their final purpose is to tie the whole local, this kind of uh, power with them and then turn, this place into their place into a pro CCP soil. So what does it mean? Uh, there was very uh, some very clear evidence, and I can let you know. Uh, for example, let's talk about Hong Kong. When I was in Hong Kong in 2019, uh, at that time there was pro democracy protest in Hong Kong because China is going to put uh, the conduct uh, national security law in Hong Kong, which caused a very uh, uh, strong uh, protest from Hong Kong people. And at that time, CCP used their place, infiltrate to Hong Kong and just hand over Hong Kong local police team. And turn the Hong Kong local police team, which we felt very trustful before that, from the servicing team, to a CCP's law enforcement team. And then after that we call them black place. And those police do all the end, I mean all the illegal actions, beat the protesters, arrest the protesters, torture the dissidents, protesters, and even kill them and claim they committed suicide. All happened. And then they, they was were very useful uh, helpers for the government for CCP's United Front work in Hong Kong, as well as uh, CCP-run uh, Hong Kong government. And finally, with their efforts, Hong Kong turned into a hell. There is no democracy, no freedom, and no human rights in Hong Kong now. And also, they have conducted the similar thing in Solomon Island. If you remember, in September, we have already done the uh, episodes that I reviewed how CCP using their military uh, to infiltrate and manipulate Solomon Island. The CCP's military uh, people pretend to be the private security team and working for a company, which is China Harbor and Engineering Company, CHEC. And this company is also CCP run the military based, but they pretend they are a civilian company and working overseas. And then in Solomon Island, this over 1,000 PLA soldiers team uh, actually are the ones who are helping the local uh, politicians or uh, powerful people to do the private security or train the local police and uh, provide this kind of uh, help. So after their infiltration and with this kind of uh, covered our enforcement teams help. Now we see Solomon Island refused the the US Navy and also the UK uh, military ship to park in their harbors. Although American government make more efforts to turn it, recently we see that Solomon Islands uh, representative already gave their um, attitude uh, recently in, a, in, in an interview that they said they don't want, actually uh, on, choose one side, either China or America, they feel that they, they, they don't want to be placed to a position where they have to choose sides. So that means, although they were Americans' ally before, but CCP successfully turned it to change the attitude, become pro-CCP, and now under America's effort, they just don't want to go back. They want to be the middle one. Yeah, which means enjoy the benefits from both sides because as one important island in the island chain strategy, he knows its importance and of course because CCP's military based power still in Solomon Island, they don't want to make CCP unhappy. And also there is another very uh, extreme example. Uh, which actually imply, if such illegal overseas PlayStation uh, network stay in America and you allow it to do it, then your freedom will definitely be eliminated one day. This extreme example actually comes from the, uh, very recently, uh, we see the letter from the China Embassy in U.S. and sent to Hudson Institute to the uh, ex-Secretary of the Defense, Mike Pompeo. And this matter is from China Embassy to stop, to silence Mike Pompeo and the Hudson Institute for any speech, attitude, or actions against the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, which is very ridiculous, right? How could China embassy give such letter to stop the freedom of speech, the freedom of actions for for an American in America? However, it happened. We know that Mike Pompeo is a very strong anti-CCP politician, and when he was the uh, Secretary of Defense, he has done a lot of things. He issued a lot of statements to sanction the Chinese Communist Party's uh, the the business in America to uh, talk about the defend the uh, Xinjiang. Uh, the uh, Xinjiang uh, re- uh, education, re-education campaign as uh, anti-humanity uh, operations. And also he insisted on the investigation, ceremony investigation of the COVID, of the pandemic. So CCP hates Mike Pompeo, hates his strong attitude. And recently Mike Pompeo visited, uh, it, I mean, actually he's still visiting Taiwan and he talked In the Hudson Institute's uh, speech, he said that the Chinese Communist Party was founded on the Marxist ideology that killed millions of Chinese people. It's the most anti-Chinese force in the world, in the history. Also, he visited Taiwan. He talked in Taiwan in the media that he called for the Taiwan and America work together to fight against China communist China, CCP, not Chinese people. So that definitely make Chinese government make Xi Jinping very angry. And then they issue this letter, they issue to the Hudson Institute on 4th October, and the Mike Pompeo to stop speaking the truth, stop talking about the genocide truth, stop talking about all their evilness, and stop talking about the anti-CCP. I mean, of course, Mike Pompeo rejected it and laughed at it and had the Institute won't uh, coto to Chinese Communist Party. However, if they dare to do this in America to an American, what else will they do to other Americans? If you allow, they enlarge this kind of law enforcement, uh, this kind of uh, military-based network in America. After persecution of Chinese people, they will definitely turn to Americans because they were so aggressive. They won't stop. CCP won't stop. Xi Jinping won't stop. That because of the their nature, I mean all the nature is, this is an evil regime based on the evil ideology. They are anti-human and they want to eliminate all the freedom of the world. So today we talk about this topic. It's not only about the Chinese people get persecution overseas. It's about all the people's security in the future, even when you stay in your homeland. The things is not as beautiful as you thought. We have to do something. We cannot let it go. Thank you so much for listening. And every weekend we will meet, Saturday and Sunday, 9 a.m. EST, as well as 4 p.m. EST for ENCO, America Out Loud Radio Network, the voice of Dr. Yin. Thank you.